Well, welcome to our first, well, I guess our second installment. First with the full crew of Grandma's Coupons. That's podcast. right. We had a pilot episode. Yes. Yes. By now. Which was only piloted by two of us. Yes, Barry wasn't here. Barry wasn't here. He was out doing uh, stuff, things. Things with his hands in mind, I'm sure, that were very more important than the podcast. I couldn't make it. No, so, you since our pilot episode reached its platinum millionth download, <laughs> we decided to yeah. make a well, once you plateau, episode. Once you plateau, you got to move on. We're so. back and better than ever. That's right. <laughs> That's we're right. back and better than ever. It's uh, the middle of April 2010, I believe. And uh, we're here for the first time all together, so that's a good thing. That's a good thing. To my immediate left, I'll give an intro for Barry, our main man. If you check the website, he's under Papa Bear. And then to his left, right across from me in the studio, is uh, the candlestick, Andy. And uh, he got dressed up for the occasion, which is nice. You look good in a tux. Thank you. It's just a t-shirt. Not wearing any pants. (laughs) It's a good thing the desk is blocking That's Well, it's a good thing you're next to him and I'm not. Next time, we're doing it at a glass top table. <laughs> See, well, that's, I have a problem with the glass top table, actually, in a formal dim- dining setting. Because everybody can see how disgusting your napkin is on your lap. So somebody, <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're in there eating barbecue or whatever, and somebody wipes their face with their napkin, but doesn't fold it correctly so that the nasty wiping is on the inside yes. and they put it on their lap yes. you, you, you're you looking and you're saying either I can see Stains that that's all over their all tuxedo over pants right exactly but usually there's a tablecloth I have never had that experience no, in my no, life no 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 if you have a glass table you can leave it open what's that what's that uh, abbreviation the N-A-R-B the NARB <laughs> the no the no apparent reason boner <laughs> That way everybody can see when you have a narb oh, at the man. dinner table. Yes, that is... Well. In my case, it just hits the table anyway, so everybody knows. <laughs> and it's even worse when it's covered in barbecue sauce. Yeah, it's the pleats. Although the dog likes it, from what I heard. It's the pleats. Well, okay, welcome to everybody. Yeah. Off-topic banter. Yeah. yeah. Although that is the mission statement of our Right. Mission statement is uh, humanity. No, no, we don't need to go there. Let, no, we'll, we'll just move. Our on. topic is <laughs> our topic is off topic. I think is the theme of our podcast. Golly. Okay, yeah. Zach. What is our first topic of business? Point uh, of order. Well, I would. We came across. Well, let me. Let's start with Barry. Tell us about your experience in Jackson, which is why we initially. I'll tell you the story because. This is actually very topical since mm-hmm. I'm trying to get back involved in mm-hmm. trivia here in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had this great experience playing trivia in Jackson, uh, actually about a year ago. Were you with and, people? And we, yeah, I was with some people from from class, and we were playing at this bar. But the best part about the whole story, aside from us winning some money, is that our trivia name that night was "The Couch Pulls Out, But We Don't," <laughs> <laughs> which. Was a fantastic name, in my opinion, and of course, you know the trivia host has to say that every time he's announcing often. the scores. Often, often, very often. So we always got some chuckles from the crowd, which mm. were greatly appreciated. And we we loved using that name. The only problem with it was at the end when we won, mm. when we get called up. We actually got second place, and. You 
you have to go up to claim your winnings in the trivia host. Who mm-hmm. I would guess is maybe about 38, 39, you know, Full upper 30s. Themselves. Upper 30s. Right. One of those cheesy, like, yes. voices yes. kind of thing. He Pencil says, stash. Oh, that's a great name. That was one of my favorite sayings in college. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this is what a college education has afforded you to be a trivia weekday trivia DJ. Yeah. Good MC. Point. Good yeah. Point. Thank you. So, you know, his I'm parents had to pay his alimony, a little money on the side to pay his child support from all those illegitimate children in college. Yes. Well, he's not allowed near parks anymore, apparently, <laughs> or anywhere children is going to be. If that's his favorite phrase, it's no, no child trivia for him. Mm-mm. No birthday party trivia. No. So we, we've stumbled across a few others that we've liked in the past. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go. We gotta have a list. We're gonna shoot from the hip here and I'm gonna read some and uh, see what you guys think. Yeah. See what you think is the best. Mm-hmm. So these are in no particular order. In no particular order but but one of my favorites is I wish this microphone was a penis. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine the trivia guy saying that over and over again. Yeah. He's announcing right into scores. the mic, right into a sweaty Fantastic. microphone. Yeah. yeah. Or, I wish time. this oh. penis was a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Almost better. That is better. And I think it's important to know for our English professor listeners that I did use the inappropriate grammar on purpose. It should be, I wish this penis were a microphone. Oh. But, but why referring to multiple penis? Yeah, penis is singular. I wish this penis were a microphone. Well, like. Isn't that the proper? I just thought you ended it with a preposition. I didn't know. I don't know. I didn't know what was going on. Well, I think that I think that if you have to, the more you have to think about it, and the more you internalize it, it just goes into your subconscious. Mm. In any case, that's a pretty good name. Let it soak in. Yeah. Okay, let's find some more in no particular order right here. Okay. How about team, 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 team. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> Not really feeling that. No. One. Okay. Although okay. Chad had a good one. Chad texted me the other day that his team trivia name was going to be Bow Wow Wow Yippee Oh Yippee Bow Wow Yippee Oh Yippee Would be great. Yeah. It gets tiring to write that on every single answer sheet, but that'd be great. That would be good. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, see, I'm new to trivia. I never did trivia in undergrad or anything. Maybe that's a, a testament to my undergrad experience. But. Okay, here are a couple more meta names, such as, I can't for the life of me read this name. Or, <laughs> and in third place with 57 points. And in third place with, with 57, 57 points. points. So it goes a little something like, and in first place, and in third place with 57 <laughs> points, with 72 points. <laughs> that wouldn't be confusing at all. Yeah. Let's see. I uh, like that one. No, yeah, that's true. You usually, if you're gonna go trivia though, if you're gonna, if you're not gonna go with the small group, which I think is better, small group, you gotta go with girls and guys. Right. You want to go with girls. and we guys. We had a question the other and day. In so- that case, you might want to have a team name such as Uncle Bad Touches or Uncle Touchy's Naked Puzzle Basement. <laughs> what was that last one? Uncle Touchy's Naked Puzzle Basement. <laughs> Oh, that is good. I, I would just like to stop this quiz for a moment and tell you all how much I love wearing little girly dresses. That's a good one. That is a long one to write on every single answer sheet, though. Um, that is the, true. The stepdads, because we beat you and you hate us. <laughs> uh, 
let's see. Well, I think that'll do it. There are definitely some good ones out there. Yeah. yeah. The trick is coming up with one that you can either reuse right. or a good one every week. And that's a challenge. Well, if you're going to do trivia every week, that's right. You can't keep going back. I don't want to overset my bounds here, but if I can invite our listeners to contribute yes. their best trivia names. Yes, on the and, blog. And maybe every week we'll choose the best one and use that. Yeah. At our local trivia establishment. I think so. We'll okay. be there. Because we get a lot of free time. I don't know if our listeners know how much free time we have, but, you know, we we'll get a see. lot of free time. Trivia, Newton, John. <laughs> that is a good one. Taj, my balls. <laughs> Tip of the mushroom to you. Well, speaking of free time. what? Speaking of free time. Yeah. I've... Well, spring really is coming. It. Spring is coming. It is in the air. And we just, we the weather has gotten warm. Today. We wouldn't play golf. Golf wiffle balls. The, if you don't know them, get two. The flowers are in bloom. And Bil- it's very nice. Bil- Bilbo tea baggins. And every time that the weather gets nice like this, I, I always remember what happens when it gets warm in, in Austin, Texas. What about which Genghis Khan but Emmanuel Khan? <laughs> I'm going to try to keep going here with this train of thought while I get distracted with the, you know, trivia names flowing in from, Johnny from the Forskin. other side of the table. And by the way, he still isn't wearing any pants. Johnny Foreskin and the pullbacks. That's what makes it so disturbing. Uh, but keep going. Okay. Well, why are you in so, Austin? Well, you know, I went to college in Austin, wow. and the weather was nice most of the time mm. anyway. Well, we, Colorado you know, is It kinda... maybe gets cold from the end of December, like right when you're finishing finals. Sure. Until, I don't know, first or second week of February. Mm-hmm. So really, like, the students only had about three weeks where it was cold. You know, it'd be, like, cold right after you came back from winter break until a couple weeks after that. Mm-hmm. But it was amazing. The amazing thing is somehow all the girls in the city of Austin know the first day that it's going to be warm. Mm-hmm. And it blew my mind because it's, it's instinctual. You know, they know that we spreads you'd like wildflowers. You'd you'd be walking to class like that first day where it's kind of warm, and you're sort of wondering, do I go jeans? Do I go shorts? You know, yeah. what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And the women are wearing the shortest shorts yeah. and the smallest tank tops you've ever seen. Yeah. And they all know. Right. They all do it on the same exact day, and it's amazing. Yeah. I can't yeah. figure it out. To me. That's one more example of women just, they have so many secrets. Men, I don't know how you guys We're feel not about in tune. this. We're not in tune. We don't, we don't have secrets. We only We're have one secret. Yeah. And it's a secret. So. He's making that up to make you think that men have secrets. We, we don't have <laughs> secrets. Men are simple creatures. Women have simple. secrets, and yeah. one of them is knowing the exact day it's going to be warm in, in the middle of Texas. See, I would wear, I would wear shorts on the first day, but when you... Trying to find where the heck your shorts are after a long winter. Number one, they're like crumpled up somewhere in the back of a drawer that you've been using for sweaters and long underwear for about. They're all wrinkly. Yeah, they're all musty. So you get them out, and you're just like, yeah, I'll go flip flops. How about jeans and flip flops today? Yeah, that'll work. How about this for a team name? The sixth, sick sheeks, sixth sheeps, sick. <laughs> Well, speaking of spring, I, I want to say that, you know, Barry 
as our one of our many correspondents is also our Jewish correspondent. And he was nice enough to invite me over for a Passover meal. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember this? Just a few days ago. All right. Well, I was just checking. You know, you haven't been doing a lot recently, so I didn't want you to forget. I don't want you to forget. But that was wonderful. That was wonderful. Let me set, let me set, paint the scene. Let me paint. Well, first of all, I want to go back and say Easter for me has always been a good holiday. However, I've always felt that the way that they've commercialized it with the Easter bunny and eggs and chocolate and all this crap that goes along with it is totally ridiculous. It's it's the hangover for Christmas, number one, where you buy all those presents and then as soon as you finally get back in the green in your checking account, boom, it's time to warm up, <laughs> buy more eggs and crap and bunny ears and all this stuff. I think but, Easter bunny is way worse than Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's a six-foot giant bunny. I never really um, understood what it was. I don't. I, I just don't, thought it was like you know it's a bunny the kids get out to celebrate Easter and they it's they a, get to go and find the eggs and go on, a, the, on the egg hunts. Yeah, I, it's a fertility symbol. It's a bunny that lays eggs. Mm. But right. how it gets the eggs in them is an but is bunnies an, don't lay eggs. It's an X-rated Easter bunny. bunny. It's an X-rated Easter story. Yeah. Oh. Right. All right. Well, so yes, but I have to say I thoroughly enjoyed myself. It was. We had unleavened bread. We had unleavened bread. Which is the staple. See, I thought that you couldn't eat meat, but it turns out that you can. Right. It turns out the major restriction is you can't eat an- anything leavened. Yeah, leavened. So we don't eat any bread. Uh-huh. And then to make sure that there wasn't any confusion and that, you know, borderline things weren't confused as being leavened things, anything that could potentially become leavened, like corn and other legumes. Uh huh have been ruled out mm-hmm. is not not okay mm. so that's why you can't have like corn syrup or uh, flour or some of those things but all meats almost every meat and almost every vegetable is okay yeah i mean unleavened bread is basically just like a cracker it's a delicious tasting cracker is what it is I'm glad you feel that way. Yes. Some people would not call it delicious. Although, I don't know if I would eat the unleavened cereal that you have. Now, that is kind of... I still have a little bit left over. I actually haven't finished it. That's so, what's the name of the unleavened cereal? Well, so the unleavened bread is called matzah. Uh-huh. And the unleavened cereal, very creatively, is called matzah farful. <laughs> of course. Yeah, matzah farful. <laughs> so... Every year on Passover, I buy at least two boxes of matzo farfel because that's my breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you can I, have I milk. Like that's not a problem, right? So I have matzo farfel in a bowl with milk. You don't have to have that soy stuff. You know, so I learned that this... now, Barry. Are you far from matzo farfel? Oh, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I still have some left or, over. So you're not so far from matzo farfel. Not so far from matzo farfel. In fact, that may be my off. trivia name this week. Yeah. <laughs> not so far from matzo farfel. Oh man, I wonder how many ways he could butcher that. Well, I guess that's it, it. Wasn't that good? If there's still well, you so can't leaven it. That's the important thing. No, it's, different. it's good. It's good. I like it. I usually have to put a little bit of sugar or something mm-hmm. to sweeten it up mm-hmm. on there. But I have a little bit left over because you know Passover is is eight days. Yeah, and sometimes you want to change it up a little bit. So it's hot. Eggs. You can have things like that. Yeah. So I just ended up with a little bit left over, but it's not much. Mm-hmm. Can you save it for next year? Yes. I could also eat it, like, any time. Really? You okay. Know, if I wanted to. Right. 
I guess so, you can't. I have another question. This is a question from, I think, from Conan O'Brien, which is that if you celebrate Passover on an overpass, is it true that you go back in time and create a <laughs> space-time continuum? Yeah, you, people have argued that that's how they, they filmed Back to the Future, actually. The uh, DeLorean yes. was parked on an yes. overpass. They waited until, you know, middle of April. Or <laughs> Doc was Jewish, I believe. Doc they had a bunch of Jews under the and, hood. Uh, uh, that flash of lightning that you see... And that rolling on the DeLorean, mm-hmm. you know, dashboard, that, that really is mm-hmm. passed over on an overpass. Well, speaking of time travel, one of us in this group has been traveling recently, which is why, partially the reason we haven't gotten together uh, as of lately, until now, but I think the Candlestick has been on a special trip, has he not? Uh, yeah, we just want to cruise. We left out of Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. So... When you say we... Alabama, uh, you See, and my girlfriend and some fellow classmates, some yeah. fellow friends celebrating spring break. Good, good. Just a couple of words of wisdom. Uh-huh. I've never been on a cruise. I'd be curious to hear, you know, yeah. some tidbits. Uh, I've been, but I it's it it wasn't as recent as this. So well, I want to hear what you have to say about this. Well, you know, it was a uh, it was an experience of people. Pretending to be rich, ah. putting on, putting on the airs, having the pretensions of being rich. Kind of like when you're a guest at a country club. Yeah, that's yes. right. you could order yes. room service. You could. You had a dress up night where you could dress up for dinner. Mm. You could. Is that where you get the have, top to your current outfit? Yeah, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Some of the people on the cruise are rich. Right, I mean, there's and they kind blend of right in. Well, I would say the people who are rich would go on a cruise that costs more money than the one that we went on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, needless to say, we were on a budget, um, and I have a couple just just two two main points I'd like to to share about this. One is we brought little travel shampoo bottles, and we filled them up with liquor. Mm. before we went on the cruise Mm -hmm. so we saved money on drinks the whole time right but while we were in public on this cruise on the deck or on the beach with other people around us other fellow cruise passengers and we would say things like would you like some shampoo in your diet coke or would you like some mouthwash in your tonic water nice which are the bottles that we had them in Mm -hmm. we got some we got some funny looks well Explain this to me, because I'm I'm picturing that you went to the store and bought those little clear plastic bottles that mm-hmm. you know yeah. from the travel they section. Were, that you they could were like use, frosted. Like, for they were frosted. Oh, but they uh, were travel size. Yeah, but they were like. Oh, see, I thought ounces. you took like a full twenty-four ounce tall boy of shampoo. So, Katie, one of our <laughs> tall boy, yeah, one of our cruise mates went to the drugstore. Bought a full bottle of Listerine. Bought, bought two bottles of Listerine. Uh-huh. Stinky breath. She must have breath. She yeah. delicately took the plastic off without tearing the plastic seal impossible. of the lid. Impossible. Which everyone knows is impossible. Yes. I think she had some sort of heating convection, heating and cooling device. Uh-huh. So anyway, she didn't disturb the plastic. She took it off. She emptied it out. She thoroughly washed it out. Filled it with vodka. Dyed the exact same color as the Listerine bottle. What? She bought the second one as a comparison. 
Wow. Well, like a Bombay or something, or what do you just? just so she like just green food coloring. Green food coloring, and it oh. looked spot on, exactly the same. She was so paranoid about this, and had a full, giant, largest size bottle of Listerine full of vodka. No, she had the she had the plastic still on, the plastic covering, right? And then she slipped the plastic covering back over top of the cap. Well, that's what I'm saying. Nobody would ever think. Well, what's the worst thing that, that happens no, if you impossible. get caught carrying on alcohol onto a cruise? They just throw it overboard and let the sharks get. They drunk. didn't even search our bags. But really. <laughs> she was just paranoid because she didn't know what could have happened. She airtight thought it was security. like going to airport security. Airtight. Yeah. Airtight yeah. security. Huh. Man, I didn't realize that. So we had plenty of mouthwash. Our mouths were disinfected. Hmm. So, second cruise piece of advice is take pictures of their pictures. And I'll explain that. They have these professional photographers all over the boat with oh, little portrait yeah. studios set yeah. up. Yeah. With, you know, the umbrellas with the light and everything. And props. We did Western theme. Western, yeah. yeah. Most wanted, right? Cruise ship theme. Right. Everything. And we had some really hilarious pictures taken of us. And we would go to the gallery where the proofs are. And we would, like, create a distraction. And there would be five of us creating a distraction. And one of us would sneak over with the digital camera and take a picture of the actual picture they took of you. Because they wanted... For this huge, like, 8x10 picture, they wanted $30 for one So the picture wasn't picture. as huge as the price tag. No, yeah. Yeah. I would rather just take $30 and put it in a picture frame and put it on my wall and look at it. <laughs> so what would, you, what would you recommend if you go on a cruise with just your significant other or something like that? Mm -hmm. So if there are two of you, you have to be able to create a distraction in order to take these pictures. Well, one of them has to be. So you're getting a lot of you're getting a lot of solo shots. Yeah, maybe. No, no, no. I mean, it's so that you take the picture and then they have it available the next day. So I would say get some Alka Seltzer, fake a seizure, and be like frothing at the mouth. Yeah. And then collapse right by this um, photo booth. I thought you were going somewhere else with the Alka Seltzer comment because I don't know where this gallery is on the cruise ship. Oh, it's right in the but, main. Yeah, it's right in the main area. You know, there there's some other things you can do with Alka-Seltzer. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. you feed Alka-Seltzer to birds, you know what happens? It kills them, right? Yeah, they can't they can't handle the gas, so they like peck. Birds the, have a the... lot of problems. You can't throw rice anymore. You can't throw Alka-Seltzer anymore. I mean, what can you throw at weddings? Yeah. Well, you know, they're like aerodynamic and they like structures <laughs> and things like that. So anyway, if a bird pecks at an Alka-Seltzer thing. They'll like take off and then they'll just blow up from the inside out. Nice. I don't know. That might be an urban legend. Well, I there's a lot of truths to urban legends. <laughs> More on Barry's dark past. That's right. Well, you gotta learn it somewhere. Yeah, it's time. no better place than Austin, I guess. Right, Barry? Austin's a great place. Mm. I don't know what you're insinuating there. But it's a phenomenal place. Okay, how about? How about the humblest of God's creatures, the Tyrannosaurus Rex, <laughs> for, another, for another team name. We have some medical team names here. We have At Your Cervix mm -hmm. and Urethra Franklin. Nice. Nice. Mm. Well, those were all my burning issues for this week. You know, those were all my burning issues. I think we owe the listeners to figure out what Passover was. We owed the listeners how to get on a, a cruise ship with a whole lot of vodka. We owed the listeners what 
what you were doing in Austin. So you go. You get, that's why. You, that's why he has such a good pair of binoculars on, on the cruise. You, you go with your alcohol in the shampoo bottles, so you're plenty drunk. Take plenty of pictures that you don't remember. Mm-hmm. Then you have to be able to. At least you, you take have the memories picture. of the memories. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember. Never forget, but can't quite remember. I think is the phrase for that, right? All right. Okay. Right. So we we've heard your burning issues for the week. Yes. Why don't we hear about some of the things that you are? Uh, why, why don't you just give us a tidbit, closing right. tidbit? Well. Here's our first closing tidbit, is that what I'm looking forward to in this next week is getting over Tiger Woods and leaving him in the dust, he and the Masters hubbub in the dust. I've never liked the Masters from the beginning. Never. I don't understand it. You didn't even watch the Masters. No, I didn't. You hate Jim Nance. No. But see, I didn't watch the Masters, but I knew everything leading up to the Masters just by watching... Sports Center or listening to the radio. See, that's what the, the Masters annoyed. is a big deal. The and Masters. Tiger Woods did a good job of coming back. Yes. Nobody can uh, deny Masters. that he did a good job. And my thing was when people were saying that he wasn't going to do well and blah, 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 he's been doing, he's been performing at the top go- top rated golfer while having like nine mistresses on the side. He took a half a year off. He supposedly has Five been months. in Mississippi. Yeah. Like, not having time to practice. Rehabbing his game. I I don't think that we should move into the sports genre and talking about, you know, everything that all the other podcasts out there would talk about. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll just keep it to our We'll just keep it off topic. Yeah. We'll keep it off topic. Well, I didn't watch the Masters. You are excited that you won't have to hear about Tiger Woods. I don't want to. No. Fine. Everybody should be over that by now. I think we're over it. We shouldn't have, well, we shouldn't have gotten yeah, on it in the first place. But that was for My TMZ closing tidbit <laughs> for the this week's podcast has to do with how excited I am about the dinners that I might be able to make at home this week. Yeah. I I went to the grocery yesterday yeah. and I bought more produce in a single time than I ever have bought in my life. I I had and you know, I was thinking about this as I was walking through. Start from through the beginning and don't grocery, skip any, please. As I was walking through the grocery with asparagus, yep. green onions, yep. tomatoes, apples, uh-huh. grapes, shredded lettuce. Ooh, shredded lettuce. Good for sandwiches. As I was walking through the grocery with all these things, I had a couple thoughts in terms of gender roles and what might be expected. But to get back to my closing tidbit, I'm excited about all of the potential delicious dinners mm-hmm. that we might be able to make, you know, with all of these, not not just the produce, but all the other groceries that I got. Sure. Should be great. Yeah. You're a true omnivore, Barry. We're proud <laughs> of you. I ate everything. I ate everything right now, but I do want to read that book, Eating Animals, yeah. and it's possible that that could turn me into a vegetarian. I want a steak. Well, I don't really have a uh, a closing tidbit. Uh, nothing really pressing on my mind. Pretty happy right now. No tumors. Looking forward to having a guest, a special guest, with our next podcast. Yes. I think you have some exciting news. Maybe Spencer, maybe week. Chad. Yeah. My birthday is oh, in a couple days. 19 never looks so good. That's right. I'm, I'm turning 29 for the first time. Nice. nice. And I'm looking forward to 
for the for my closing remark, I'm looking forward to getting over uh, getting over talking about Tiger Woods. Ah, hmm. Well, so, you get full circle here. Yeah. Just think about that one. <laughs> and then let's see if we can find one more good trivia team name for the end. I think you've gotten in right. your closing remarks. Right. Right. And if the people if the people can't figure it out, but we will be looking for your favorite trivia team name online. Just so leave a remark. We'll put a post on grandmascoupons.blogspot.com, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. For Barry and Andy, I'm Zach, and um, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening.